I like pastries. If I could live in a fairy tale land made of dough and butter, I would. But I have to live instead with plain old steel and horrible cement and pipes running this way and that. Now, would there be bugs in my bakery world? Yes, there's plenty to go around. Well, who would do all the baking? I don't know. Is it God, the world baker? I'm not sure. Is she a woman? Maybe, but not all women know how to bake. Just ask Alinda. Oh, sometimes fantasies just end up stressing me out. Time to retreat to my meditation nook out on the fire escape and sing quietly into my outdoor plants while holding a rose quartz and opening up a portal in my own body. The same way I open up the giant portal buried deep underground, the one that leads us every week into the deep night. Hello, it's me, Dale Seaver, and I'm so pleased to be back with you. Yes, we're coming to you as we always do from the foul banks of the Gowanus, and we bring you another compelling hour of regrets and revelations and rising stars. Yes, it all rises to the top eventually, before settling back down into the muck. Always churning, entertainment is. I was in San Francisco last week. Again, I know. But Galinda has a lot of clients out there, and she needed me to go with her to help her carry her diffuser samplers and a massage table. I tell you, I hiked up a lot of hills carrying all that stuff along with my own yoga mats, yoga mat cleaner, oils, matcha tea packets, and a change of trousers in case we went to somewhere fancy for dinner. I ended up wearing my dress turtle for most of the trip, which was fine. It's my nicest T-neck, and it really can make the transition from day to night with ease. Have we armed everyone in America yet? I say we arm everyone with compassion first, and then we start adding stuff. Maybe work up to weapons. Melt all the ones that exist down, you know, just put them in a vat, start over, and make new ones. Think of the jobs. Gun collectors, gun smelters. I bet coal miners would know how to do a smelting. A good smelt would do them well. Sure, then get the mold makers in there. I got a passion for that myself. And maybe uh, guns, uh, maybe make them look really unappealing, like some kind of animal genitalia or an old bagel, something you'd rather not touch in the morning. Then replace every gun in a movie with a comfortable sweater. Cops throwing sweaters at each other is a movie I'd rather see advertised in the subway because I think, oh, that movie is warm. My guest today is a warm and wonderful gal who performs at UCB in New York City and all around the country with his sketch group Asian Pop. And she's been featured on Elite Daily, Funny or Die, and other fine platforms. We all have so many platforms we're on now. Oh, you can just spend all day leaping from platform to platform like digital parkour. So fun! Anyway, she's a bright light that's just burning with an incredible intensity of late, and I'm sure you're going to be hearing more from her. So let's go now to my conversation with comedian and dental professional, Maya Deshmukh. Maya Deshmukh. Yeah, ah, you did it. How are you? I'm doing great. Good, from the great state of New Jersey. <laughs> 
<laughs> yes, it is. Welcome to the Green improvised State. Deep Night Studios. We had to move because the kids couldn't un unlock the doors. And here we are. Sometimes we have to open a portal and arrive someplace else. I know, and I feel like I have arrived. Yes, literally. it's pretty exciting here. <laughs> now, are you doing okay? I'm doing fabulous. Good. Now, uh, before we begin, you and I are from the same basic geographic location. Yes, we are. Though I am from the other side of the Ben Franklin Bridge. And I am on the other side of the Delaware River. <laughs> <laughs> now, I know you're, you're comedy a little bit, mm -hmm. but it was really when the Eagles, uh, Eagles. Won, won the championship, the Super Bowl, mm -hmm. that I said, well, i got to get Maya in here. Because you're doing uh, some videos and things. I was doing some Instagram videos where yeah. I was just being my South Jersey person. And I was so proud that the Eagles won the Super Bowl that I couldn't stop doing this <laughs> voice. Also made famous by Tina Fey when she did it the night before on um, Saturday Night Live. <laughs> it's so good. I love hearing it so much. I've been away from it. And just being this close to it, I really, I love it. I love, I love it, it. So Thank much. you. I'm glad I didn't have to uh, really prod you to do Honestly, it. Honestly, I'll do the whole interview in that voice if you want me to, but everyone would shut it off. <laughs> well, <laughs> maybe you could just record a little bit for me. Sure. Like a voicemail message or 100%. something. Yeah. I got Good. you. But was your uh, household dyed green? I mean, were you an Eagles fan going all the way back? Um, not really. See, okay, so I am a child of immigrants. Yes. But my mom um, is a huge, my dad could care less. He's like a very intellectual man. He's like into like reading about the cosmos. Um, but my mom is like a huge football fan. And we were really a big, I think like when the Eagles were in the Super Bowl, when they played the Cowboys, was it like 94? Something. Something yeah. like that. I remember that was when we like started getting into it. Yeah. And Donovan McNabb, when he was around, you know, we yep. were on the Eagles bandwagon for sure. Sure, yeah. you get a little spikes whenever there's a good personality. Sure. You yeah, get a Randall yeah, Cunningham. Yeah. You get oh, a, yeah. Uh, you know, yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, and in Dallas, that's a good villain to have for the... I know, everybody does. We they're have so to. bad. Them and the Patriots. Oh, it's I like know. they're the Patriots of the South. That's, that's true. Yeah, they're just like the kind of maybe, I don't know, I just slightly <laughs> racist team. I don't know why I, I, I assume that uh, avatar on both people, but I just, the Patriots and the, the Cowboys, I just assume that they're all racist. Well, at least unpleasant, <laughs> if not totally racist. We won't cast total aspersions, but probably. <laughs> Now, so in honor of their win mm -hmm. and our meeting, mm -hmm. uh, you had kind of joked about bringing something to the table, and then I actually brought something to the table. You literally and did. What we have here ah! uh, from from the Deep Night, uh, from, direct from Wawa, by the way, you can't get a more Pennsylvania buy than this, uh, a two packs of butterscotch crimpage <sighs> from the Great Tasty Cake Baking Company. So I thought what we do is, now some podcasts are just this, opening up food and talking about it. Uh, so maybe we can just give the listener a sense of what this is. Okay, it is a cellophane package. <laughs> yes, beautifully designed. It's a beautifully designed cellophane package, and it's basically three, um, they're called butterscotch crimpets. They're three little yep. pastries that literally will never go bad. So if you're trying to stock up for an imminent apocalypse this is the, yeah, this load is the up. food fill the pantry um it's got like a thick layer of a butterscotch flavored icing that feels very com i i actually like the feeling of the icing underneath the cellophane That's, yeah. it brings me like, it gives me like so much like nostalgia immediate it's it's a this very... is like uh proust and the madelines yeah opening these things it takes me right back it's almost uh, a vanilla 
Yes. You get a scent there of, I get you a, get the sponge cake hits you. I get a vanilla. It's like a slightly cloying, but <laughs> slightly inviting, you know, scent That's that right. hits on the upper part of the nostril. That's right. <laughs> I love it. it now, I know. I, I like Pavlov's dog and I feel this. Just feeling that. Feeling this just makes me like so hungry and so excited. I used to house these as a child. All right. Well, let's take a bite let's of these things. Let's take a things. bite. And they've got, these are perfect for traveling because they've got ridges for hands yes, to hold. Because you never know. And then also sometimes you might get part of the icing that stays mm. on the cellophane package, mm-hmm. which is always a treat at the end of the oh. meal when you get to just scrape just it all up. It. Ugh. Mm. Greasier than oh I remember. God. It's so good. Mm. Oh, you like mouth sounds. Mm. Now we're getting them. <laughs> Turn up the gain on this. Mm. Wow. What's your what's the what's hitting you? What's the memory there? I'm thinking mm, mm, I'm think- kind of thinking of a 7-Eleven. Mhm. Hasn't been cleaned in a while. Mhm. Maybe the kind of place where your dad will buy you a Playboy, get you to stop asking questions. There uh, you, yes. Slightly if- triggering for the words Miss April mm-hmm. for the rest of your life. <laughs> I have a sudden desire to have a big league chew. Oh, those were so good. Uh, maybe a trip to the Franklin Institute. Oh, God, the Franklin Institute brings me back. <laughs> you could walk inside an actual replica of the human heart. I got lost in it. It's very small. And maybe it's a metaphor, but I got lost in that heart. I was I on a you... field trip, and I just the sound of that thumping still haunts me today. Wow. I got all turned around in a ventricle or something. Oh, my God. <laughs> It's a it's it's a big replica, but it's not that big. No, so. I, I know. I, I was uh, small. I was small at the time. This wasn't I, like last year. I applaud your imagination. Oh, thank you. <laughs> this brings me back to well, my mom would buy these like in the crates. Oh, like uh, you'd have like you know a three pack, but like twelve three packs. Yeah, yeah. So it would be just you know after school coming home. Yeah. Rip like maybe the worst thing a child should ever eat, but I was shoveling them in. <laughs> Glass of water, glass of water. <laughs> a water, that's oh, right. This is so good. So now this probably is a good segue into the fact that uh, you were a dentist. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I am. You are currently. I'm currently. It's my day job. Yes. As it, now, not everybody that works in the comedy field mm-hmm. has a day job at a, a dentist. Mm-hmm. That seems like it would be a very demanding and full time job. Yes, <laughs> it is. However. Um, if you need water, <laughs> water. I will. It's there. I'm gonna get my water. <laughs> All right. Drink my coffee. Um. <laughs> It is. Um, it was okay. So the first four years, like when I was in school, and I did my residency. Those were very demanding. Yeah. Um, my first two years of, I started taking comedy classes. I always performed, but my parents were never really supportive of me kind of becoming an actor. They basically, yeah. or I, I at the time wanted to do visual arts or like fashion design or some kind of yeah. nonsense like that. I don't know. Not that it's nonsense, but something that a twenty. Two-year-olds graduating from college is like, I want to be an artist kind of thing. And I've, I sense some pressure from your parents. For sure. But so they also it... were pretty pragmatic because yeah. I'm I'm bougie. I like <laughs> to go to nice restaurants. I like nice things. Yeah. Um, so they were basically like, you can do that. We'll support you. But we're not going to like financially support you at yes. all. So if you want to like do that, but just know you can't go on vacation and go to nice restaurants. So I was just like, huh. Yeah, okay. So then I decided to go to dental school. And because they, you know, kind of pressured me in that direction. I initially was going to go to medical school, but I didn't want to go the, all the years of residency because that's five or six years after going to medical school, which yep. is like an eight-year, nine-year ordeal. 
So what I did was I decided I'd go to dental school. At the time, it's like a it's a great ma- mix, uh, mix of visual arts and sculpture and, and science. So at the time, I thought it was like perfect. And I like to shoot oh. the shit and talk to people. Yeah. So, you know, it's perfect. I don't think about the sculpture aspect of it. Yeah. You know, I really just tried to look at it as more of what kind of job can I have that'll tick all the different boxes of what I want in my life, which yeah. is financial security, some type of freedom, and open like time to do other artistic pursuits. And I kind of just went about it that way. Um, you know, I studied uh, mold making. Shut up. And so I would use the alginate. Mm. So uh, have I cast my head entirely oh in alginate? Oh, my God. Yes, I Alginate. Have. I love alginate. Alginate's yeah. great. Yeah. Great. great. Kind of a pink goo. Not too unlike this icing. Mm-hmm. And you 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 dip your hand in it. And very accurate. Uh, accurate, dis- a- accurate, uh, accurate molds. And probably the components of alginate are in... Are it's In auger? It's like a seaweed yeah. extract that's like a gelatinous. And people will do that for your your, your, for your mouth, yeah. teeth mouth, for sure. teeth uh, molds for sure. Yeah. Um, for me specifically, uh, the good thing about especially New York City is there's a lot of like it's if you are owning your own business, you couldn't do this. But yeah. I work for other people that own the business, sure. so I work part time. And I found one office where I can work from two to at p.m. to nine at night. Oh, that's so I can go to shows at night. I can go to auditions in the morning. Yeah, and I do that twice a week. And then um, the other shift for that same office is from eight to one thirty. So I basically work those days. So for me specifically, it worked out. I just have a later start. I don't know if it's like the same path for everyone. For me specifically, it ended up working out really well. Yeah, because I'm able to do it. But eventually, I want to quit and be an actor and like a comedian and do it for real. Well, you're on your way. Thank you. Um, and this is the only interview I ever flossed before. Oh my god. So, uh, um, hi, flossing is very important. It's very I important. highly recommend That's it. That's what they tell me. Yeah. The also the thing with the dentist, you don't realize when people are young, mm-hmm. they say, well, you get. Uh, braces mm-hmm. and then you get corrected or whatever mm-hmm. and then what they don't tell you is that there's something called adult braces mm-hmm. and your teeth keep moving mm-hmm. keep changing they do and then you got to get that all over again yeah it's a process living it is, is. a process it's a it's entropy we will always <laughs> second law thermodynamics baby <laughs> now there's not a lot of great teeth in comedy don't you think I, people like uh, have a hard time getting health care and stuff? That is unfortunate. Yeah. yeah. And so maybe you could sucks. do uh, offer some services there. I would if I didn't have a boss that wouldn't allow. <laughs> I used to do that in my old offices, but I, I don't have the. Uh, well, I mean, maybe to... after once you're on your own or something. Yeah. Once you make it big, you could still offer like I a could, free I, clinic I, outside the comedy there cellar. There you go. <laughs> outside of UCB, I'll do like yeah. a free dental oh, clinic. Oh, for sure. And um, now being from down south. Mm-hmm. South Jersey. Uh, did you We're have, very close to the Mason-Dixon line. How far south are we talking about? Haddonfield? Cherry Hill? Were you Cherry? Voorhees. Cherry Hill. Voorhees, Voorhees okay. Cherry Hill. Um, but Mason-Dixon line's like right. Oh, yeah. It's right there. It's right there. Yeah. People don't realize how close it is. It's very close. I guess. <laughs> I mean, when you start driving in those neck of the woods, you're like. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. Well, even out where I am. Yeah. I mean, you get out there, and uh, yeah, hello. That's why they call it Pennsylvania or whatever. <laughs> yeah. It's true, though. I mean, it, yeah. you make a joke about, but that's yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a very diverse state. But being down there, did you have dreams of crossing the Verrazano from a young <gasps> age? Or I mean, you could have gone to Philly. Uh, yeah. They have a comedy scene there. They, yeah, I assume they do. They have dental. Uh, they have problems. Dental there. offices <laughs> and comedy places. Um, did you go to Philly as a kid? Of course. Tower Records. Oh, South Tower Street? Records. Condom Kingdom. Oh, now Loretta, uh, there's a a, something tour. called a Philly Taco, oh. which is. <laughs> I don't know if I want to know what that is. It's <laughs> it's a gym steak 
wrapped around a Lorenzo's pizza. Wow. <laughs> Put a tasty cake on top. Oh, my God. Oh, Lord. Good eating down there. So I, I think the food is <laughs> so good. The food scene's insane there. There was always a chicken cheesesteak place that would just appear. I can't even tell you how to get there, but if I went to South Street, I would end up there. <laughs> like a meat oasis that Oof, would just appear. I love it. Uh, Cherry Hill Mall. Oh, Cherry Hill Mall. I worked at the Abercrombie and Fitch once. Oh, see, there we go. I was See, the only person of color working at that oh. Abercrombie and Fitch. Yeah, they notoriously had some trouble they had with some, the, There was a whole 60 Minutes special. Yeah. I wanted to prove it wrong. Did you work there during the two Wongs make a right or whatever that oh t- thing God. was? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. You know where they have that T-shirt? It's down at the Museum of the Chinese in America. <gasps> they have the Abercrombie T-shirt down oh there. Oh, my God. Yeah. What an, It's so bad. That's a mis, oh. misstep on their part, but... Oh. Uh, uh, hopefully they've cleared things up. I didn't go to Cherry, Cherry Hill that often unless they didn't have it at King of Prussia. Oh, King of Prussia. I used to go there, KOP. Oh, man. Court or the every, plaza? Every weekend before prom, <laughs> we would be there. Were you there when it was split into two, the court and the plaza? Or uh, where it was emerged? Oh, my God. It's oh, yeah. like... Okay, I don't want to offend you. Oh All right, God. I can tell. <laughs> nice food court there. Anyhow, we got to get up to speed tonight. So you, you, did you want to get up to New York or you were thinking about going to Philly to do uh, um, whatever you were going to do? I didn't really see I, I was always like I want to go away and even though I'm an hour and a half away from New York it feels like a world away sure so yeah. I always wanted to live abroad but this is like the closest thing to being abroad <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so <laughs> and was there a turning point though you said you always performed were you performing down there in a yeah. Voorhees Township I was uh, always doing plays I did the school plays I did like community theater and how was that uh, at that point Walnut Street Theater <laughs> There you go, Walnut. That's not a bad one to do. It's not a bad one. I feel like one. I saw Oliver there. <laughs> I was the widow corny in Oliver once. Not at that. Not at that. And that was in middle school. But Walnut Street Theater, if I'm correct, very high seating. Yeah, up in the top. Um, I believe so. I didn't perform at the main stage. I did a summer program oh, there, well, so I'm, I'm not. <laughs> but now, when you when you're there, were you were you getting in high school musicals and stuff? Were you? Just cast as anything? Or um, did you honestly, have with so that? the director at Eastern <clears throat> High School, Mr. Malotsky, he yes. did not recognize my talent <laughs> oh. and uh, actually had an effect on me. And I like stopped doing theater for a really long time. Mr. Malotsky. Mr. Malotsky was a you goofed. Asshole. Um, but uh, he, yeah, he goofed uh, big time. There was a lot of talent in the school, but I thought I was very good, um, yeah. if I don't say so myself. Oh, of course, you did. Um, I, don't, I can't do choreography. That may have been my downfall. Um, was Mr. Malachki a big dance enthusiast, kind of a fussy guy? He was very dance. We, we did a chorus line, and yeah. there was like a huge emphasis on the dance. Sure. I was this female understudy for like nine parts. <laughs> it was, And then I was just over it. Well, he squashed your dreams, didn't he? Wa- he? He, wa- he squashed my dreams. To. He attempted to. But then I went to debate team. Oh, captain, well there. champion, yep. undefeated. Worked on it that way. And then I got back into theater when I was in college, and I did um, at Rutgers. I went to Rutgers. Yeah. I did College Avenue, like the sketch comedy there. Uh-huh. So I did that. Gethard also went to Rutgers. He did. Yeah. 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 A lot of good comedians went to Rutgers. Yeah. Well, a lot of good comedy in New Jersey, isn't yeah, there? Yeah, because we're tortured. <laughs> you got to get <laughs> out. through a lot of pain. You got to get out. Um, uh, so you were doing that. So you wanted to get to New York. Once mm-hmm. you get. You, you didn't say, you said no to Philly. Yes, okay. I did. You got to New York because you feel like it's exotic or it's abroad or something. Yeah. Lots going on. Mm-hmm. It appeals to your mm-hmm. um, sophisticated nature. Exactly. As you said, bougie. I'm bougie. Uh, so how quickly do you discover UCB or Magnet or one of those? So I had a couple of guy friends that were really into 
I was always into comedy, you know, just generally. Like, I was really into, like, The State and Stella and yeah. SNL, of course. And, you know, I watched the UCB show on Comedy Central. So they took me up to uh, see a show. I saw, I think I saw Stepfathers. Oh, yeah. And I was like, I got to get on that stage. Was your family funny? Yes, I have a very funny family. Yeah, is it just you or there's other? I have an older sister, older but sister. I was always performing for everybody and doing impressions and making jokes and doing skits, making fun of um, like family members and yeah. Indian people in general, but only for Indian audiences. That's not a that's not content for the masses. It's a, it's a private content. <laughs> yeah, you get into some uh, tricky terrain. There. Yeah. Uh, um, and you have quite an ear for accents mm-hmm. and characters and I that do, kind of yes. thing. And I think as I sing, so that might also have something to do with the singing it. help. Yes. Were you watching things though? That we did. You have uh, people that were doing comedy that you thought, oh, that's the kind of thing I want to do. I think just watching like SNL in general, oh, as you said. Yeah, yeah, I love Sherry O'Terry. She was always like my inspiration growing up. She was just, and she's a she <laughs> does a great a Philly accent. She does. She's so great. I she love does. her. Where's she from? Upper Darby too, or something like that. I think like something that? like that. I know yeah. she's from. I remember reading in Tina Fey's book that she was from. Yeah. Philly. <laughs> it's you, really, that's all you need to get into it, isn't it? Just be from Philly. <laughs> <laughs> There's got to be some kind of uh, advantage, isn't it? Um, but so were you like, always doing it? You said you were doing uh, impressions of everybody else. Yeah. Uh, and so it was kind of the, that was your mode. I feel like maybe because I was always talking into a little recorder oh, and doing voices. Wow. Not unlike what's happening now. <laughs> Uh, Great voice. Uh, are we born the way we are? Is that it? I think so. I think so. I think that you can't change who you are inherently. Nope. I think there's different facets to who a person can be, mm-hmm. and there's different paths one can take. Sure. But I don't think you can change who you are inherently. No, I think you just come out. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we agree on that. Do yeah. you have any spiritual practice or anything? You get involved in crystals and all that? Um, I I dab in crystals sometimes. Sure. You got to. I have right? a little. I've, I'm starting to get into crystals. I do believe in like horoscopes and moons. I'm a Hindu, but I don't practice or know much about my religion. But I identify as being a Hindu, and I believe in and, and, God. Uh, and and what does uh, that uh, offer you in terms of that? Uh, in terms, like uh, you said, you're into horoscopes. So how does that correspond to something in I don't Hinduism? Think it, it doesn't really. Oh, you're saying they're two different things. <laughs> they're different, comma. I just believe. <laughs> That you should be a good person yes. and be kind and try to be nice to people and don't do bad things. Yeah. Is it a reincarnation part of that? Reincarnation is part of karma yeah, and all like that, that is a, an aspect of it. And there's also an interesting um, thing with Hinduism. Um, so there's these three. There's um, Brahma, the creator, Vishnu, the preserver, and then um, Shiva, who's the destroyer. So there's three aspects of life. And it's believed that uh, Vishnu's dream is the world in which we exist so he's sleeping and his dream is our as our world everything mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it's actually the world is called maya it's the illusion of where we exist which is kind of similar to my theory that we all live in a matrix mm. this is stuff my dad and i talk about yeah well it sounds like and you're probably the only people with that idea yeah yeah matrix yeah. said it would be a good idea to follow up on that yeah maybe something called the matrix maybe called the matrix <laughs> <laughs> maybe we'll have three well, how movies. does Ganesh fall into that? Ganesh is a avatar of Shiva, which is the destroyer. Uh, I like Ganesh. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Everyone, he's 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 a crowd pleaser. He's, he's a, a good, fan favorite because he has an elephant head. Yeah, an and elef- he's in and he's just like sweet and nice. I mean, like it's like you brings it's, you like it's a, a good one. Happy feeling. See, I'm a Libra. That's why I'm drawn to Ganesh. Oh, huh? Oh, I don't know anything about Libras. I only know about myself. Typical Scorpio. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
What are you, November or something? November 5th. Yep, right there. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. Scorpios. (laughs) (laughs) So um, that uh, foundation and believing uh, that kind of thing, plus combined with a good ear for accents, Mm -hmm. obviously you get onto a couple of sketch teams and house teams. (laughs) 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 Not all segues are perfect. (laughs) So, but then you were involved in the Asian, Asian, Asian pop, yeah. Asian pop. Asian I don't pop. know how to say that no, word. Yeah, Asian. Asian was always at Rutgers. We had this uh, thing called the Daily. Uh, da- it was the Medium. It was like this awful uh, article. It was an awful newspaper that came out where people could just like rag and write anything awful, racist. It was like Twitter trolls before Twitter oh. trolls existed, but in a paper. Yeah. And they would always say, like, racist things about Asians, but they would say A-Z-N, A-Z-Ns. So I wanted to, like, reclaim Reclaim it in a way. Reclaim it. Bring it back. And uh, that's the group, though, that you're in. Mm -hmm. And um, I think... We were both at Sketchfest this year. Yes, we were at Sketchfest in the same building at Piano Fight. Yeah, I was out there in the bar. Oh, just an ideal place for comedy. (laughs) I wish I saw you. I wish I'd known you. You get the uh, you get the ice machine going. (laughs) You get people ordering drinks. Some people are having wings. (laughs) But I did benefit from I think an overflow crowd Mm. from your show, which was sold out. Oh, and so it was nice. People got there. They were sad, and they could just eat a wing. (laughs) <laughs> and see whatever I was doing, which was honestly mostly a sound check for the first 20 minutes. <sighs> 20 years. Anyhow. It's it's always demoralizing, some, no matter what. Someday I'll get in a proper theater. It's unbelievable. I've known those guys for a long time. Oh, my God. They long need to time. hook it up. They do. Uh, but did you have a good time out there? It's oh, yeah. It seemed like your shows were doing fantastic. great. Yeah, it was San wonderful. Francisco, obviously probably really receptive to uh, Asian pop. For sure. Yeah. yeah. It was it was great. Um I think it's. I, I think we're one of the first. Well, there's East West players out in L. A. Yeah. Uh, but I think it's great to, for, especially for Asian Americans, to see themselves being represented. I think it's important. And it's across the spectrum. Yeah. Of Asia. Of Asia, because Asia, I, and that's my my little shtick that people don't think India is part of Asia, and I have to remind everybody. Yeah, that let them know. It is, as well as several other countries. Yeah. Forty six countries. <laughs> yeah, there's a there's a few. There's as a it lot. turns out. <laughs> and you have a kind of thing of like. Uh, uh, not the Spice Girls, but the Rice Girls. Yes, kind of. Yeah. 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 So we're all the different rices. So there's edgy rice, competitive rice, quirky rice, uh, baby rice, and I'm brown rice. Yeah. <laughs> yes, of course. Um, <laughs> and uh, how long have you been doing that? We've been together for about three years now. Oh, seems like it's, it's going well. It's going really well. It's awesome. It's They're all my best friends and I, they're family now, so I love them That's so how you want it to be in the yeah. sketch group because you have to spend a lot of time together. For sure. And uh, things will come up. Yeah. And uh, some people may rise, some people may fall, and you got to just be there for each other. Yeah, like uh, like we were in L.A. for UC, – we were taking the show to UCBLA, and yeah. one uh, – Edgy Rice got cast in High Maintenance, so she's going to be – the starring episode. She's going to be like in the whole episode. So she's like, I can't go. And we had to make it work. You have to be accepting yeah. of that. It's got to be okay. Yeah. Everybody. Now, did you have any good uh, party stories from uh, SF from Sketch Fest? SF did you go to Sketch the... Fest. The after parties were fun. That speakeasy you went to moment. The speakeasy. Oh my yeah. God. I was like, where am I? I was, was just, transported. It kept evolving. You kept, it turns out that I know the guy that runs that place. Oh, it set the whole thing up. He said hi afterwards. Dream. And I wish, is you keep, it's a place you go downstairs and then it opens and then it opens and then it opens. Then you're in some theater. You're like, what is going it's on? It's like there? I felt like I was back like in the Roaring Twenties. Yes. Like it was just, there was a lady and she was some chanteuse just 
crooning away. And meanwhile, it's just me and Kevin Pollack and Andy Richter holding oh. forth. Oh, okay. <laughs> the old I didn't banquet. <laughs> I, saw, I saw Busy Phillips and I stared at her for a moment, but yeah. I was like, we're peers right here. So don't go up there. That's her. the thing. I finally said hi to John Hodgman. <laughs> I said hi to Craig Kukowski because we did a podcast. Oh, I, yeah. I, I said hi to him, too. He's a nice guy. That was nice. John, John was fine. We, we always fly together. Oh. We're always flying Delta together. Oh, Delta. Yeah. And now he's finally achieved diamond status. Oh! And I'm gold. But anyhow, it's a, wow. uh, uh, yeah. Well, I have to. I I'm mean, very humble, brag. humble brag. Humble <laughs> brag. <laughs> so boring. Who cares? <laughs> Who cares about airline status? <laughs> Of uh, moderately to unknown <laughs> people. It doesn't matter. Oh, my God. But you got to, speaking of celebrities, you got to work with uh, Paul F. Tompkins on yes. the spontaneation. Oh, what a dream. And I, my, my old pal Janet Varney. She's a lovely lady. Lovely. And Matt Besser, which was oh, very, very, uh, very humbling to see the patron saint of the UCB. That's right. To my left, I was, but he was nice. He was a good guy no you see he, he's been on the show we had you know he's related to one of the three stooges shut it down yeah no that's wow, true comedy in the blood it's, it's in genetic. the blood uh but you talk about ucb you're on a mod yes team yes we are now on the fantasy i know that a lot of people are on that and i've probably talked to many people yes. on that including my realtor but um, your realtor is oh cool yeah <laughs> That's amazing. Uh, t- two of them, as it two of them. No, but no, I think one definitely. Yeah. Uh, Anna. Anna Caligari. Yeah, yeah, I know she's a realtor. Uh, uh, she, like, she helped us find our place. Oh! But uh, uh, that's, um, uh, I don't actually know what a mod night is. It's just uh, a sketch night. It's just sketch teams that were put together by UCB. So they kind of like you audition for. They're like house sketch the teams. The house sketch teams. Are, do you get to pick who you're with? No. Oh, that's interesting. But I'm very lucky. I love my team. That's We've been good. together for basically, well, we mo- the majority of us have been together for two years and then added new people who are and also as, lucky. And as I understand it, I don't want to be too basic in comedy, mm-hmm. but they have the method that's the Herald, mm-hmm. and then that's why you have the mod. Because mm-hmm. like of the Herald movie. and Mod, like the movie. Okay. So we're the old lady. You're the old lady in that. <laughs> now, do you have to fight? Do you have to battle with your teams? Do you have to compete? No. No. No, we don't no, compete. No, no, there's no competition in comedy. There's no competition in comedy. In comedy. comedy. No. We're all just there for the uh, <laughs> art. <laughs> sure. Okay. <coughs> Excuse me. <laughs> that sat funny when you said we're just there for the art. But you won the UCB Diversity Showcase? Yes, I did. In Congratulations. Thank you so much. That's a big deal. I tied for first with Elise Morales, who's also yeah. hilarious. Yeah, but that's yes, fine. But um, take the win. I'll take the win. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and they're making great strides to be more inclusive. Was it a good experience for you to do that? Sure. It was It, it was, uh, it was. was an amazing experience. It was really kind of what got me in the door mm-hmm. to, to doing everything. Um, I... I how so? It can be a little bit uh, kind of insular, the the community. Mm-hmm. So I think kind of you need something to like catapult you into the Sets you into apart. being known yeah. and kind of set like people have to know you're good to give you the time of day. I think sure. that that's what it is. So for me, it was I, I basically just worked really really hard in developing these just like a like a solid set. And then I went in there, and it and it changed. I think it changed my life, honestly. Um, being able to perform in front of, I was able to, you know, kind of get representation, and and it, and I was able to start to really foray my tenure at begin my tenure at UCB. Uh, do does that happen for like third place? 
Yes, it does. <laughs> there is no third place. There's a second place. Oh, but okay. I think I think okay. if you're if you place on the if you get to do if the showcase, it's a good exposure. Yeah. And uh, were those characters you had worked on forever? Do you put your best material in there? Or do you um, do all original stuff? I did all original stuff. I wrote. I mean, a I song. assume it's all original, but I mean, yes. you, you're not doing like a <laughs> I was like Cherry O'Terry's routine. Cherry from, I'm yeah. gonna do Church Lady. No, yeah. <laughs> uh, my interpretation of Church Lady. Um, no, it was all my own characters. Some stuff I had been working on and some stuff I had like wrote one line or two lines and then kind of developed it in and then you know cut it down and pick the best jokes and punch how it much up. time do you have 10 minutes mm-hmm. oh seven seven I definitely yeah. went over though yeah and I wrote a song for it I... seven is ten <laughs> seven is ten right it ten is twenty ten <laughs> and a half hour is 45 minutes <laughs> <laughs> and an hour is a week <laughs> that's right that's right. That's called heightening. That, yeah, yeah. When Chappelle drops in, it's a week. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, that's tr- tremendously exciting. And then you got some other opportunities coming out of that. I yeah, imagine. for sure. Oh. I mean, Mod Night, Asian Pop had a big run at UCB, which was amazing. And just being kind of more plugged in in the community and being asked to do more shows yeah, and just kind yeah. of getting yourself out there yeah, helps. Sure. Doing podcasts. Doing. Oh, can I tell you, the podcast game has been life changing. Also. Yeah. That's, also. that's really where it happens. Really? It, Mostly uh, for the guests. There's a lot of great podcasts. <laughs> Mostly for the guests. <laughs> now, uh, does it compare with filling a cavity slash does comedy fill a cavity in your life, Maya? Yes, it does. It fills the biggest void, biggest cavity in my life. I don't hate filling cavities. Yeah. I like my job because I can just BS with people all day. I yeah. can kind of just like go in and like do a little I talking. Mean, people like the funny dentist. Yeah. I'm not like, I'm not like hacky. Yeah. But I'll be like, how was your weekend? Oh, yeah. that's fun. Cool. That's kind of my MO when I go in and do my thing. But I, I like it. I like my office. Yeah. You know, I don't hate it. I, I do hate it sometimes. Sure. It's a job. Yeah, it's a yeah. job. It's not the thing that you would, it's not your creative thing. No, but it is funny when I'm like working till nine and then like running to mod night or like making my props in my lab coat. Yeah. It's it's all very it's weird. A scene. My patients don't know that I do this. I kind of they do, but I try to keep it separate. Yeah, I know the I feeling. I don't think they would trust me. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, you got some uh, new characters you're working on? Sure. I'm watching the Queer Eye oh. thing, I think. <laughs> I haven't seen it, but I gather it's emotionally draining. Oh my God. I, Queer Eye, did a character, I did an imitation of um, Jonathan Van Ness, uh-huh. the beautiful, beautiful man who is the most delightful person that. TV has ever seen so I didn't obviously I had to take a shot at him so he he he's just uh yeah so if you check out my Instagram at Maya Dash you can see it yeah there you go and have you ever had a makeover or wanted to give one to somebody I've, I've wanted to give so many makeovers you don't understand <laughs> on a daily basis on a day I'm just like oh oh I saw, you know? I saw a guy on the train with a big man bun and kind of a kind of a stocky build man bun uh, and, and a phone that was looked like the old Merlin toy. <laughs> you know, like the case. But why is the case so much bigger than the actual phone? Phones are big enough. When I was uh, in my 20s, they were trying to make phones smaller. Smaller, and now they just want to make them bigger. And then people put the case on it. It's like a cat or a <laughs> unicorn. It's so big. It's the kawaii. That's what it's called? Well, it's like a the <laughs> aesthetic. Uh, it's like a Japanese yeah. cutesy aesthetic. I think oh, kawaii yeah. means cute in Japanese. Uh-huh. So well, that it's makes like sense. that like cutesy like crazy. Sure, make it cuter. Fun thing. I should I should try to get I should have a cute makeover. <laughs> get a cute oh, I will give you a cute I will give you a cute makeover. Yeah, put me like a unicorn or something. Done. All right, we'll put some pictures up. <laughs> and it seems like just a quick glance at your Instagram feed that you do a lot of traveling. I do. Yeah. I that's why I 
Yes. That's why you got the dentist That's thing. why I got it, because I want to pay for it. You know, the dentist I used to have, you go in there, he would take pictures of, like, the pyramids. It would be traveling the world. Yeah. And he, he loved taking photos. Uh-huh. And it would just be, like, you know, that's where the money's going. Yeah. It was right there on the... <laughs> yeah. Sometimes yeah, you walk yeah, into yeah. a nice office, you think, well, okay, I see how much this is going to cost me. <laughs> so, but then that was the, you're the flying pic- business class? Yeah. <laughs> I don't fly business class, no. You have any uh, destinations coming up that will inspire jealousy in me? Uh, no. I, I think I might do, I want to do a, like a Croatia, hmm. a, like a basic bitch sailing trip in Croatia. But I don't know if I'm going to... Maybe I think that's the plan in July. Yeah. But uh, no, uh, no, I'm trying to stay, not move around for a little bit because I traveled a lot last year, so I'm oh, trying I to see. like keep it chill. And you like pasta? I love pasta. That's the thing. Big thing. Yeah. My husband and I are obsessed with obsessed pasta. obsessed with it. I, I love pasta. <laughs> My Aziz, I do an Aziz impression, um, which is hard now. Tr- tricky now. <laughs> it's a little tricky now. Now, mm-hmm. now I do one of him and his parents, but uh, but uh, the, I did a whole thing about him and pasta. It's hard. Yeah. I used to do a Garrison Keillor. Can't do that anymore. <laughs> yeah. Used to be compared to Charlie Rose. Can't do that Can't anymore. Can't do that anymore. <laughs> God, man. God, get men, together. Men, the worst. I got to work on some women impressions. <laughs> work on my Natalie Portman. <laughs> oh, I heard some. Now I'm just joking. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That would be scandalous. Um, well, uh, Maya, where can we find you next? Um, I'll be performing at Maude Night. Oh, uh, March 25th. Yes. Uh, a comedian that you've actually had on this show. Her name oh. is Anna Roisman. Oh, sure. Of the um, Unemployed Show. Um, of the Unemployed Show. Anna Roisman and I are doing a show at the Caveat. Oh, nice. Called spot, uh, yeah. Style IQ, A Guide to fa- uh, Sartorial Realness. I'm very into fashion. Yeah. And um, talking me, about me fashion. Uh, I can tell. Yeah, I yeah. see a cerulean sweater. Thank you. Yes. Yes, like the... Beautiful that's a Devil Wears Prada for all my Devil Wears Prada <laughs> yeah, nods. That's right. Um, <laughs> well, you know, I watched that movie out in the Hamptons. That's so, oh! Yeah, it was perfect. That was the right audience to watch it with. Oh, God. I've seen it many times since. I, I love that love movie. I love that movie. I love that movie. <laughs> um, so we're doing a show. Basically, we're going to talk about fashion. We're going to kind of do like a – it's a kind of like a fashion police knockoff. Yeah. But we're poor. Um, but basically, <laughs> <laughs> poor compared to them. And we're just going to talk about different looks, bring some comedians and talk about fashion. And I and it's it. going to be at the Caveat at 7.30, March 25th. That's a Sunday at the Caveat. You well, that sounds like her. a fine way to spend a Sunday. Yeah. And uh, we'll be on the lookout for that. For maybe. sure. And again, anytime you want to uh, put me in a caftan or something. Oh, God, I'm you would ready to go. swim in it. I'm ready to go. I would love it. I just want to see you in a caftan with like a mi- mojito lemonade. Yeah. Situation surrounded by my crystal collection. Oh God! Right, sitting in a geode chair. Yeah. Oh, oh. could you imagine a geode chair? I can with like floating candles. One. Yeah, it's beautiful. Mm-hmm. A little hard to sit on. You got to make. I had to make a mat. But every, I mean, <laughs> but the throne is ha- Very hard in. to yeah. sit in. That's the responsibility. You're if you're a queen, me. you have to sit on a throne. Listen, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, my God. <laughs> well, this has been great fun. I'm going to uh, finish these crimpets. Oh, yeah. Let's do it. <laughs> we don't have to do it right now. I'm going I'm I'm to put them in my purse and eat them at work. Yeah, it's, a good to sa- it's good to savor them. Maybe You know what you should do as you're uh, doing the dental work? Mm-hmm. Just keep popping Pop a those. Pop in my mouth. Yeah. See how people are responding to that. No, but it's pretty bad because I will sit there and eat like a bag of Japanese candy while I'm like, in between patients. I'm like, you really can't eat candy. And uh, well, and we can just look you up to try and get uh, some dental care. <laughs> no. <laughs> just see my shows. <laughs> see the shows. All right. Maya, thank you for being here. 
Thank you so much for having me. All right. This was well, so much fun. It was so you much really fun. did your research. Well, I try. I love it. <laughs> All right. Well, we'll talk to you again soon. Thank you so much. All right. Wasn't that something? It was something. I remember it. I was there. And Tasty Cakes, oh, so good. Now, they make jelly crimpets, too, and not everyone likes them, but I do. I really do. Lucky numbers this week are 3, 49, and 72, which, when you type into a calculator and hold it to a mirror, spells you were warned. So that's spooky. Personalized reading this week goes out to Jerron Michaels in El Dorado Falls, Arkansas. Jerron? I think that you can't change who you are inherently. And we'll leave it at that. Remember that although this night is ending, a bright new day is just ahead. Deep Night is brought to you by the Gowana Souvenir Shop in Brooklyn and McGinty Salt Lamp Emporium and Discount Flooring in Bay Ridge. Simply the best for a good night's rest. Two things a body needs, a floor and some salt. McGinty's. Deep Night Season 10 podcast icon by Kelsey Roten. Season 10 theme by Zach Gabbard. Music throughout the show by the talented roster at Howler Hills Farm. And a few weird things at the top of the show that I just download for cash from the internet. Venue support provided by the Slipper Room in New York City and recording studio services provided by Harvestworks in Soho. Thanks to all of my guests, Deep Night is independently produced and performed by James Bewley. Thank you for listening and please consider rating and reviewing the show on whatever podcasting forum you're participating in but especially on Apple Podcasts, which does a great deal toward making Dale feel great, that's me, when he gets up, or is it, when he gets up in the morning for his son's salutations. Are you the best? You are. Close the portal. <laughs>